Hello, my name is Ravi, and with me are my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. Today or tonight, depending on when you're listening, we'll be discussing The Old Guard on Netflix. There's also a bunch of news, some of it good, some of it bad. Kind of like my hair. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Arjuna may have forced Christopher Nolan to delay Tenant. Christian shaved his beard and paid Arjuna a bunch of money. I'm spitting out vlogs like they're out of style. So many things don't make any sense. Also, spoiler alert, spoilers ahead. Without further ado, whistle on intro tune. Don't read this part, dummy. Seriously, stop. I'm <laughs> <laughs> glad he read it. Uh, I knew he would. Yes. That's why I put it there. Time, well work. done. Well Thank done. you. That is... You delivered the intro exactly how I thought you would when I wrote it. That's amazing. When did you it's write glorious. it, Christian? Uh, Seven-ish minutes ago. Wow. Do you proofread my intro before dropping God. it? God, no. You just kind of drop it? Uh, that's a great question. Spoilers for what? The Old Guard, specifically. Yes. If you haven't watched Old Guard on Netflix, we're going to be spoiling Old Guard. Yeah. The new Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. I like Theron. Charlize. I, I mean, I, I think we're all saying it incorrectly. Yeah. Charlize. That's that's part of our shtick. You know, we mispronounce everybody's name. Yeah. If someone. What, never mind. I'm not going to repeat that because that's wildly inappropriate. Oh god. Somebody said uh, my kind of English is not like the Queen's English. It's more like the second removed cousin of the English, Queen's English. So not very well done. Not well good. Wow! 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 Wow, wow. Anyway, Old Guard. Typical action movie and then a twist. Mm. Read that in the, the outline here. Oh, so, okay. I just watched this movie, literally. I just finished it maybe half an hour ago. And, you know, you guys were like, oh, you got to watch it. You know, it's interesting, whatever. I start the movie. First 10 minutes, I'm almost zoned out. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Netflix has, you know, been pumping out these action movies. Kind of like you in the vlogs. And I'm like, holy crap. These are all the same, right? Yep. I'm just like... Oh, this is going to be the longest two hours of my life. And the movie starts out, it almost starts out like Extraction, right? The, um, the uh, uh, what's his name? Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth movie, right? Where he's like bleeding out, right? Extraction. Extraction, right? He's, he's going to die. And like you, you kind of see Charlize Theron looks like she's dead. I'm like, oh, great. So that, this, this is the formula now, right? We show the ending first, and then you go back to the beginning, and you see how they die. I'm like, whoop de But. whoop de fucking do First 10 minutes. Spoiler alerts. First 10 minutes. They die. I'm like, wow, wow. Okay. And I was like, wait, this is too early. Like, what's, what's going Oh, oh. Oh, they're they're immortal. This isn't an action. Well, hold movie. hold on a second. Did you know anything about this film before? Going? Did you watch the trailer that Netflix has? Do you know about the graphic novel? Any of that information? No, literally. You, so you went in completely blind. Yeah, literally. Nice. I just saw it under the suggested like featured movies of Netflix. I'm like, oh, this is you know, this seems like it's a big movie. I saw there was an article about it, and like, okay, maybe this is something to talk about on the pod. I think I talked to you like earlier in the week. I'm like. Hey, there's this new Charlize Theron movie. Maybe we could review it for the podcast on Monday, and that was it. Literally, I didn't do any. I didn't. I didn't want to do any research into it. So I knew. This is what I knew. I saw the first tw twenty seconds of the Netflix trail, like while scro scrolling through Netflix, where right in the beginning she says, "We've lived forever. We've been around forever. Whatever." So right off the bat, I knew there was some kind of immortality, whatever thing going. Mm, okay, and. Beyond that, that's all I knew. I didn't actually know really that it was based on a graphic novel. Yep. Didn't know the extent of the graphic novel. So I went in somewhat blind. I knew the big mechanic, the immortal mechanic. 
Christian, I did, did not. you did you know, you knew nothing? Well, I, so I didn't know about the immortal mechanic until you mentioned it right off the top. Like right before. So I fucked up the movie for you. Well, <laughs> not really. So you didn't fuck it up because I really was expecting to be bored. Like I was like, you know, I was expecting it yeah, to be same, like same. like <laughs> not even ten percent of the masterpiece that Triple Frontier is, right? So you know, that's what I was expecting. I was like, ten percent Triple Frontier, which is a great movie. You know, it's funny. I I keep mixing up Triple Frontier and Extraction. Like, How the, to me, in dare my mind, you. I like both the of those same, movies. They're the same piece of crap. Do you know why Netflix you probably this is and this is you know real like sidestep here? Part of the reason I think you see those two films similarly is two reasons. And please don't people jump down my throat for saying this. White male lead actor. <laughs> or ends. And then hold already this green color palette throughout the entire film. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's probably right. why visually in your brain, you're probably mismatching scenes. Yeah. Honestly. So honestly, if if you showed me if you showed me like ten scenes and you're like, okay, you know, if it doesn't have the leads or whatever or quick shots or whatever, and you're like, guess the movie, I'd probably get most of them wrong. Yeah. Sure. So, with Arjuna's take right there, I'm curious, Arjuna, about what... Because me and Christian obviously talked about it a lot. You just saw this. You were bored, obviously, for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> How did you feel at the very end? At the end of... You mean when the movie was over? Yeah. Like, what was your thought process? I thought... I was like, okay. This is... Uh, I was like, okay, you know, this this is a this is a this is a film. This is a movie. A film has been done, and I enjoyed the journey. <laughs> it was a journey, but I wasn't. After that twist, I was just kind of like, eh. you know, mm. like it was just like, it was cool, and the action scenes were cool. But you take out that twist, and there really is no difference from the Triple Frontier extraction old guard right like it is action movie with killing people (laughs) (laughs) and then it it sets a you know ambiguous ending type of thing where Mm -hmm. there could be a sequel (laughs) i will i will say this i was pleasantly surprised Mm. because i do agree with you if you take it for what it is and if we just kind of monotoned the color palette and we just made every actor kind of the same. Yeah. To a degree, yes, it's very similar and you remove the magical element of immortality. What I really liked about this film was the the diversity of the cast mm. right off the bat. I thought having um Charlie as the lead lead in this was an interesting one. She's the eldest. Um in terms of like the 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 two um male immortality characters being well, a couple. There's three. There's three, but the two that were a couple, yeah. I thought that was an interesting, unique. The new immortality person being a, a black female soldier, um, part of an all-female squad in the Middle East, I thought that was another unique and something a little bit different than what we're kind of used to. Like, if you compare this thing to, like, Triple Frontier, Triple Frontier is the staple 1980s, <laughs> Action movie where hey, it's Oscar like, Isaac's in it. He's yeah. not completely white. No, of course. But <laughs> thank you. Can you say? Finally. Can you say that? <laughs> yeah. Can you say that? He's like he's you know he's he's uh he's almost as they say like white passing kind of right. Well, I mean that's what they say in Hollywood, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So, but he is there. Obviously, he's not. You know, he's Isaac. Yeah. yeah. Who even knows? Yeah. But yeah, when you compare that to this film, I still feel it's different enough that it was entertaining and enjoyable. 
And then also, you know, you know me. I love the sci-fi type mm. elements of things. I always find that fascinating. And this took the the take on immortality in a new direction where it wasn't just straight up I'm Superman level immortality. I can't die. It is I can regenerate and I feel that pain, mm-hmm. which sounds fucking terrifying. Mm. And you know, I don't know when I'm going to die. That that element right there I thought was very very unique is sure I could run in save all these you know hostages whatever and I don't have to be as careful but at the same time I don't know if this is going to be it Hmm. and that that in itself has like a a whole slew of different kinds of consequences yeah Uh, so two points Um, first of all Charlie Theron Charlie's Charlie's Theron Charlie has become the action star of our generation has she, she was in Mad Max. She was in um, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. She was in. She's obviously in this. She was in another one. Uh, is it Resident Evil? No, that's not her. Uh, that's she not was her. in a different, a different one, um, where she's like wielding a sword and stuff like that. So she, she has done. I feel like more interesting action movies than maybe any other actress. She's also today. a great, a great actress. She, I mean, the, yes. the big movie she was in before this was the one about Fox News, uh, Bombshell. Oh yeah, where she plays. Uh, I never saw Megan Kelly. And like that makeup and her performance and everything is very very well done. Yeah. Movie's okay, but she's like the standout. Of the yeah, movie. yeah, she's she's actually she's really good. Um, and then the other thing as well is just to your point earlier about action movies. Action movies in general are never complicated. Right. It's not a single, like, yeah. not a single one. So if you keep that in mind, I think. What this, about the Dark Knight? Not an action movie. Um, this. This this takes like a this, this takes the, the 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 genre the genre and actually does something like you know somewhat interesting. Yeah, they're it, they're definitely know? interesting elements. And to piggyback off the the sci-fi fantasy elements, I I did like because I feel like action movies and a lot of movies these days feel like they have to explain everything, right? I like that they didn't explain much, right? Mm. They don't know really why they're immortal. They don't know how the mechanic works. They don't know when your time runs out. She doesn't even know about all the good that she's done. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I did like that. So I like. So Chitwell told her. Yeah, I liked all of those elements that uh, that it, it, and they don't have the answers. And it's not like this movie's about them finding out and like, oh, there can only be four. Now that there's four, Charlize will die. <laughs> you know yeah, it's, I mean? it's a like, very it's a very simple thing, and it makes sense. What's nice is it's 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 these individuals that have immortality. Obviously, somebody at some point is going to realize they've been around for a hot minute, mm. and we're going to see what happens. A pharmaceutical evil corporation has a private army, army goes and steals them, takes them, and wants to monetize and make money. Ravi, this is a sequel to Harry Potter. Okay, Boom. Dudley Dursley yeah. grew up. Right, he he lost the weight. He became, <laughs> he can't uh, lose yeah. the weight. He, he became a CEO of a pharmaceutical company, and he's still a dick. And he became and he became even more of a dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He became like a truly terrifying individual. Also, for the for the whole movie, I thought it was Crab or Goyle. I didn't realize <laughs> it was Dursley, uh, like Dudley. And I was like, and then at the end, I think I, I think you hey, looked Krisha, it up. I did. Krisha, real quick, Krisha. Not all white young male. Act, British actors who are, are the same. Who are bullies? Who are bullies are the same. <laughs> they were unique. All in Harry Potter, just any percent. <laughs> uh, so actually, when I first saw him, I didn't realize it was Dudley either until I looked it up after. I was like, oh, they got a knock. So as the movie was going, I was like, these are all knockoff versions of different actors, right? So the the immortal that portrays them, spoiler alert, when he had glasses on, he kind of looks like Chris Evans. So I'm like, okay, knock off Chris, knock off Chris Evans. When I saw him, I'm like, oh, he kind of looks like the 
11th doctor, Matt Smith. So I was like, oh, knock off Matt Smith. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't even realize that until you're saying that. Yeah, he, he kind of does have so a I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, all of these characters, they had a specific actor in mind. Couldn't get them, and these are the backups. I don't know if that's true. That's mean to say about the actors. But it's true. It's not true. Uh, clearly, this was set up so that there was a sequel. Her, uh, Charlie's character's... Um, I'm I'm assuming love interest. Uh, I don't know if it was love interest. I mean, it, what's nice is they didn't say either or. I think you can kind of interpret the actions and everything and make up your own decision. I mean, maybe best friend in the world. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so the character's name was Quinn, and now this this character is the connection to Star Wars. Explain the how, Last Jedi. How? So in the Last Jedi, there is a character. And this character has a sister. Oh, Rose's sister. It's the beginning of the movie. Oh, this is the actress Rose's that plays. This is Rose's the ag- this, uh, this is a Vietnamese actress. Her name is Veronica. Is No or Nago Tan Van. And she plays in Star Wars The Last Jedi, Paige Tico, which is Rose's sister who dies at the beginning. And it was actually funny because she was interviewed for this movie. Uh, and it, 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 she was talking actually about Star Wars and how when she filmed that role, she had no idea how pivotal the scene was. She was just like, it was a day of shooting. I was told to like, you know, pilot this ship and then like drop the bomb and it blows up. But I had no idea who my character was or anything like that. So it's interesting. She kind of did obviously a Star Wars movie and this movie, like very small role, but both very pivotal, mm. um, pivotal uh, scenes that the, the character's in. But... She appears, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie. <laughs> well, she she was in a little bit of the flashbacks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> still a small role though, right? Yeah. 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 And uh clearly setting up a sequel mm. where she will come and kill all the immortals. Yeah. I don't know what? if she's gonna kill all the immortals. I think she's gone She's crazy, right? They they said it. She's, she's definitely crazy. Right, and let's let's discuss this. <laughs> Drowning right? for five hundred years. Yeah. Nuts. Can we can we power rank the um like in this in this universe, having immortality sucks. It sounds like <laughs> the worst fucking thing in the world. Well, uh, it's well, not even. This, it's they all choose this way of life. They don't right. have to go out killing. It's okay, not they true. Right. Live and, long and it's not true immortality. Away. Right. They talk about like we're all gonna die at some point. Yeah. So technically, it's just that they go in recklessly, but they could still die. Like delayed. Else. So it's delayed death. Exactly. And they Jeez. feel all that pain. Yeah. It's a pretty shitty deal. So, yeah, 500 years of drowning over and over again. 100 years of just being alone, right? That's what happens to the, the, the individual that betrays them. Um, one thing that popped up in my head, right? So, there is a thing where you can drink yourself to death. Do you think these characters have ever tried that? And yeah. what does oh, that absolutely. look like? And what kind of level of drunkenness there, there's, is that? There's a scene early in the movie when Charlize picks up... Um, Nile, the new the new immortal, and they're in the plane. Mm-hmm. And as they're taking off, she opens up like it looks like a bottle of vodka or gin or a pours clear liquor. the whole thing. And she basically pours the whole thing down her gut. And I was like, we were sitting up there, and I was like, mm, like can they can they get drunk or you know how does this immortality work, right? Because because like, alcohol at the end of the day is just poison. Yeah. So take a character like the Flash, right? Yes. So the Flash like metabolizes metabolizes so quickly. so quickly he can't get drunk traditionally. Is that how these characters work? But then you see them sleeping and eating, so you'd think that they could get drunk, but they can't die from it, or right. they could die from it, but then they'll just be revived. 
That liver will regenerate. Yeah. So they, well, they li- could kill themselves you know, from alcohol. Well, you poison. know, liver, your liver does regenerate anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you could chop it in half and it, it, it will regrow. So we're already kind of immortal. <laughs> no. Our livers are. So our livers will live forever. That's, That's great. That's why it's called a liver. Oh. It lives. Wow. That's good. That's terrible. That's really weird. Uh, any other last minute comments on that? Or should we go around the horn? For the movie? Yes. I will say this. Um, real quick, what did you guys think of the action? Uh, I think, say what you will about these Netflix action movies. All three, I would say, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that I've seen mm-hmm. of uh, Triple Frontier, Extraction, and this one, this one's maybe the best. And I actually think the other two action movies are really good with their action. This one might be the best because of the the choreography that they, they had. They've definitely... no. All three of the movies, right? Triple Frontier, Extraction, and now Old Guard, all have great action. That's what I said. And they throw, in, just said they throw into Five Bloods, right? Like yeah. another another Netflix action movie. Mm. Great action, right? Yeah. Like all of all of the, and, and and so they've definitely nailed that part of the genre, right? For that, and that, by the way, is seventy percent of well, yeah, of the you, movie. You, you better nail that, <laughs> right? For yeah, sure. So very good, very good. I would say the I agree with you, hundred percent. Action is great. The yeah. one thing they royally fucked up the CGI. No, the uh, the soundtrack. Oh, I disagree with you on that. The song that they use um, when they're all together in the church and Chitwell is going after them, that song and how it matched with the cutting felt like somebody went cut it and then they just threw the music on top with no care if it actually matched well. And it just felt very kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. That's the one scene in terms of the action where the action looked great. It probably would have been a better scene if they just had no music. Right. But for some reason, they picked that song. Just that one scene in particular. That one scene mm. sticks out very, very it, hardcore. In general, I actually liked the the use of the modern music yep. throughout the movie. And it went, I can't remember that specific scene. Um, but for most of the movie, I actually really liked it. I thought it flowed well, kind of like with the diversity of the cast and everything. And it, it, just not even just by by the actors, but also like they all come from very different times too, right? Like Charlize Theron is from... Greek times, and two of the guys are from the um, the Crusades. One of them was a soldier for Napoleon. One of them is a soldier from Afghanistan. You know what I mean? So four vastly different time frames. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. What did you guys actually think of the flashback action sequences? Because they showed that when they showed uh, Quinn. Surprisingly right? really good. Right? Yeah, yeah. For, uh, for a flashback, they like re- went all out with the set <laughs> yeah. and the costumes and, um, and the horses and stuff. I'm like, that's a lot of money to do invest guys, in a flashback. Do you guys think there's more of that shot? Like there was a lot more of that shot that they left cut and maybe Ooh. are going to put into a sequel? I mean, they mm. went into that this. No, they, I mean, they went into this knowing there would be sequels. There are. And Chris, one correct me if I'm wrong. There are two volumes right now for the graphic novel. Um, excuse me. There's one volume right now. The next volume is actually going to be released in September of this year. Mm. Um, so I, I would not be surprised if obviously they're working closely with the craze of the graphic novel. And I mean, if you're smart about it, yeah, shoot everything at once, bank the content. Put it out later. Well, they are because the screenplay was also written by, by the, the author. Yeah. Uh, real quick, will this movie with the second volume coming out in September? Will you guys pick up that graphic novel to read? Who's distributing it? Do you know, anyone know the graphic novel? Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, if it's through the the DC Universe app, then yeah, because I I get it for free. So you don't pay for the DC app? No, I pay the DC Universe thing. But it's not free, is it? 
Well, I paid for it <laughs> with your credit card. What? You did? Yeah. What? Some every couple of months, I put something in one of your credit cards to see if you notice. You are just so. It seems like it seems like uh, Greg Rucka, the writer, works with DC Comics because he he's written a few DC miniseries like Superman, World of New Krypton. Um, so I would assume potentially this came out through DC. Wow. Well, then I'm going to check after this podcast to see if it's there. There you go. Nice. Arjuna, was Old Guard good? Excuse me. No, it's just well, that yawn, I think. <laughs> I know. That you, I mean, he's yawning, so clearly he No, it, it. I, I would say that the movie was good. I did enjoy oh, it. Oh, wow. I would say that, uh, you know, as we talked about the other two notable Netflix, and let's throw it into Five Bloods. I, I know it's more than an That one's mm. more of an action movie. It's a psychological thriller. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's still the best of those four, but if you bring in the other two, this is, I think, much better than Triple Frontier and Extraction. Mm. So, yes, it is good. Krishna, was old the old guard good? It was, but clearly my floor for what is good on Netflix is low, so that should be no surprise to anyone. Uh, Ravi, was the old guard good? I'm going to say yes, it's good. I would be very curious to see, and this is the, the tricky thing about the world we live in, if there are all these other movies that are out and about. We would have seen Wonder Woman by now. We would have seen um, Black Widow by now. I'm curious to see if we would have ever gone to this film. And if we had newer, bigger blockbusters in our brains circling around, would we still think this is good? I always wonder those things. But this, the, the, the this first, movie was first. always destined for Netflix, by the way. It wasn't like it yeah. was one of the yeah. – it was originally for theaters. It was always for yeah. Netflix. I feel like the first, the first answer is probably not because <laughs> that would have been too much. Yep. Uh, the second answer is I still think it would have been good because it's, it's, I think it's unique enough in the genre, right? We don't – we – don't actually go see, watch action movies in theaters. But we, we're more of like the blockbuster, the superhero stuff, which the, is still an action movie. Like a, yeah, a black a Black Widow movie. Like those I was still a little different though. I was we judged them differently. Sure, but I would have like like a Black Widow movie is top notch. They've spent hours and hours and millions of dollars in the choreography and all that stuff. Knowing. What you have known, seeing Black Widow and then seeing this movie. The choreography in this is better than anything that's going to be in Black Widow because it has to be. Black Widow and all those Marvel movies have this like crazy CGI. They here, don't. They don't have to rely well, so much on a, the choreography. Here's a hotter take, right? <laughs> Superhero movies have yeah. turned turned into the '90s action movies, right? Yes. They're very cookie cutter. They're very formulaic. One liners. They're going to make a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Action billion dollars. Action movies are now more niche, right? You don't get as many action movies in the theater anymore, and they're starting to find a home on stream, right? And I, I would say of that this this batch of Netflix action movies we've been talking about, you're starting to see potentially better quality action movies today than you've seen maybe in the last 10, 15 years. Maybe Be ever. Because <laughs> superhero movies have taken that place mm. of the niche the 80s blockbuster. 90s the blockbuster. blockbuster action movie. Yeah. would you here's an even hotter take would you say marvel films are superhero films and dc films are action movies no did you see wonder woman <laughs> but one but the but for an action movie to be like i said an action movie like the 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 main reason you go see something has to be like explosions and fight like 
and maybe that is why someone will go see Wonder Woman, but I still feel like there's a little bit of a difference. I don't I don't know if I can articulate what that difference is. I need you to figure that out. But you know, like to put it this way, Wonder Woman you're going to see for a character, right? If it was Triple Frontier was on theaters, you're going to see just straight up like, action. Some action. So then maybe that's it. That's what defines an action movie and superhero movie is yeah. you're seeing the movie for the superhero and what happens to that person while with a triple frontier. Yeah, or you're going old primarily Though, you're going to go I mean, see the action. Technically, this was a superhero movie because it is based off of a comic. Well, as well. not all comic books, though, are superhero-based. Superhero I, I mean, but Constantine right, yes. is, Constantine's not a superhero. Yeah, yeah but you could, He's still, a dick. you could still call it a comic book yeah. slash superhero you, movie. Comic book, yes. Uh, superhero, no. They, unless, I, I unless mean, it was. I, I, I think, I think they're interchangeable in the industry, right? Like, it's considered one. But there are so many comic books that have nothing to do with Superheroes. Yeah, but no one right? cares about those. <laughs> wow, true. No. I mean, you're right. They're they're religious ones, the westerns. Like, yeah, yeah, there's tons of comics, but yeah. nobody cares about those anymore. Yeah, but but that, but, but nobody it would cared be about dis- me when I put on. The it would map. be a disservice though to say, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, th- we're going to see a, a comic book movie. Therefore, it automatically is a superhero. Like, and, and by the way, by the way, comic books were basically when they first came out were just a way. I mean, the early superheroes and a lot of superheroes are just costumed police officers like that is the basis of Fight crime of comics right like it's just it's a it's a police it's a it's an officer of the law wearing a cape right yeah makes sense before we jump into our was it news section those on twitch youtube facebook definitely hit us up with questions i see a couple of you have jumped in hello boys how's it going we're going to jump into a couple of news items here about speaking of police the Batman TV show. Yes. Being produced by Matt Reeves? Yeah, so it's being produced, and I don't know if he's going to run it, but it is going to take place in the same universe as The Batman, his movie that's coming out. Still no word if that's in the greater DCEU, or if it's its own little pocket universe, or if it's a pocket within the pocket, or whatever it is. <laughs> and Palm Springs. And uh, obviously people were asking, okay, if this is a movie about the police force in Gotham City... Will uh, Commissioner Gordon, or Gordon, I don't know if he's a commissioner in The Batman, being played by Westworld alum Jeffrey Wright, appear in the show as well? I would have to assume... Actually, there's nothing to assume. I mean, (laughs) if they're making the series, well, do we know if it's happening concurrently with the movie? Is it before, after? We We don't know. know. We just know it's in the same world. I would assume, then, it's going to be before, and they're going to kind of do like a Batman Year One graphic novel type situation, which focuses on Gordon and how he rises as a regular like beat cop to commissioner. And I think that's going to be more fascinating. And I think it's going to be even more fascinating. Uh, It's going on the HBO Max platform, so HBO's backing it. Um, They are no strangers to police and and police brutality. Well, not even police brutality, but like just talking about social issues. They're they're the big one, obviously. uh, Watchmen series that they did was a an interesting, scary insight into our current events of the world. I think this is going to be fascinating, especially with what's happening right now. Um, If I had to guess, you're going to do it through the eyes of Gordon. He's going to see the corruption and. I don't know if they're going to go happy-go-lucky where it's like, Gordon's going to fix everything and get yeah. rid of all the scum. It's also interesting, right? Jeffrey Wright is a black actor. Yeah. Uh, and Commissioner Gordon, or Gordon, uh, from the comics, is generally white. And, there were, you know, of course you have the 
the backlash of oh, Gordon is is a white character. Why are we why are we not you know? Blah, blah, blah. Is this the same jackasses that were all pissy about um, uh, Idris Elba playing Heind- Heindal? Yep. In Thor. Yep. Uh, just every every single Mary potential. Jane, yeah. Every uh, backlash you could put potentially ever right. get. Uh, quick question: Is anyone else here though? Like, really not that excited by it? Uh, like, it's a cop show. Like, well, I'm not, I, is anyone really not? Well, I well, for one don't like cop shows. What I'm interested, I'm, what I'm interested to see is what are they going to do differently? Well, That's so, my question. So as I mentioned earlier, right? You know, comic comic book superheroes are just generally right police wearing capes, and with everything that's going on in America right now specifically with police brutality, which, uh, you know, and because superhero slash comic book movies are so popular, um, not just obviously in movies now, you're getting streaming shows, you know, you're getting all these Marvel shows, now you're getting some some DC, HBO Max shows. Which of them are going to reflect what's happening in your current times, right? Because that's, mm. that's the beauty of comic books, right? You always, you have reboots and retools that really identify what's going on. Captain America came out, during World War Two, like he was, uh, like that was reflected the times, mm. uh, and then they've updated the character throughout the years. So wait, how- didn't Captain America, uh, Stan Lee wrote the character after World War Two? Uh, I think it was during World War Two. Well, I mean, Stan Lee served in World War Two, so like, well, he might have written it when he was serving. Oh. Anyway, your point is valid. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first appearance of Captain America was in March of 1941. Oh, so before? No, that's during World War II. World War II started in 1939. Oh. American involvement didn't ha- occur until 1941 after Pearl Harbor. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that history, it's 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 right there. It's it's that is that was the height, right? Because before Pearl Harbor, there was obviously a fever fever pitch. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see. You know, could this potential police show for the Batman? go ahead first and really identify like here's what's going on and is it is it something Matt Reeves maybe felt passionate about of okay we kind of touch on it in the movie but like obviously I can't reshoot the entire movie so here's kind of my solution of like I want to reflect the times here's how I can do it hmm. that's what I'm interested to see if it's just another superhero show or like another cop drama cop drama I'm out but if it is something I, that's I have reflective. a feeling it's going to be reflective because we, like I said, we saw what HBO did with Watchmen. Like that wasn't even reflective; that was prophetic. Like that really, like well, not, not that obviously police brutality's been around, right? But yeah, it's never it's been, been around. Yeah, it's not been. It's not been. I feel like in terms of the superhero genre, that was the first one yeah. that really yeah. took it on, and it right before the fever pitch. And um, we also like because of the show, there was actual like action. Things were actually like people. Because a lot of Americans did not know about the Tulsa um, massacre. massacre and everything that happened back in the 20s. And because of the show, a lot of people were like, well, what the fuck are we doing? And it got recognized, I'm pretty yeah. sure, because of the show. Yep. So yep. So I think I think if HBO is smart and they're, they are on the list of the many, many brands that back in early June were like, we're going to do things better. We're going to... You know, give uh, black voices. We're going to X, Y, and Z. Granted, it gets a little tricky when it comes to the police, mm. um, but I still think it is something that we should look into and like pay attention to. Also, real quick, uh, you are right about Captain America because Stanley did serve in World War II. Stanley did not create Captain America. Captain America was created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, so he was one of the characters that Stan did not create. Oh, well, there we go! Wow! 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 wow. 
moving into other news, Tenant already a flop. <laughs> <laughs> Tenant's not just a flop; it's canceled. <laughs> I mean, that's the only place where don't go now. let Christopher Nolan hear that. He will inception you. <laughs> oh God! Does this drive Christopher Nolan to go back making Batman movies? Uh, well, first of all, this is not surprising, right? No one's surprised here. No. I don't think. I think. And I, I how can you can, can you open a movie? Show a movie? Yeah. When theaters can't open. Well, theaters were on path to open, and then everything backtracked. Well, because th- of here's what the thing. happened. I know it's hindsight. Yep. They were never on track to open because of the very fact that we were trying to open them. Does that, <laughs> that make sense? Right. The act of trying to open things is what <laughs> has set us back. So, you know. Take so care. you're saying Christopher Nolan you're caused welcome. caused. Where we're at right well, now. Well, so here's what's trying to push it. So here's what's interesting, right? The flopping. There was an article that came out that predicted <laughs> that e- even if Tenant opened because of the delays and everything to break even, it would have to make eight hundred million dollars. Oh, right? it would have done that, right? It would have crossed a billion. No, you don't think so? With current the current oh, status. Oh, current. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. Wait, but, hold but, on a second. Ba- let's back up for our readers here, um, because even I don't understand that math. Yes. The movie's already been shot and done. Yes. Obviously, the um, studio is in negative because the film hasn't been released. Yes. The longer the longer that we wait, are they still losing money? Yes. Why? Uh, Explain that one. Marketing. What do you mean marketing? Marketing dollars. They still have to put out the commercials. <laughs> the gotcha. commercials. They still have to the keep posters, it in Then the... you have to pull it out, but you have to pull it back in. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? You have to keep That's it where in they're the losing the money. Right? So for those listening, real quick, so in order for them to make money, the movie needs to come out. Otherwise, they're burning money. Yep. Through marketing dollar and spend. I have a crazy theory right now that I just put together in my mind. Christopher Nolan... Did Christopher Nolan inception yes, you? He inception yes, he you. did. So Christopher Nolan has always worked with Warner Brothers, right? Like, Syncorp, uh, his production studio, I believe, is partnered with Warner Brothers. Like, all, almost all his movies are distributed by Warner Brothers. That's how he made Batman. And then everyone knows he made Batman Begins. He got to make The Prestige. He made The Dark Knight. He got to make... Um, what was after that? Inception? Yeah, and then he got to make Dark Knight Rises, and he got to make um, Dunkirk. I forget. I forget the order now. Uh, anyway, 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 it was a trade-off. Yeah, make so superhero movie, make your own. Movie. Yeah, then he gets to make his cool other movies, right? Yep. This movie is going to lose Warner Brothers a crap ton of money, right? Mm-hmm. Now they've let Christopher Nolan kind of run free and be like, you remember they wanted him to be the the Godfather of the DCEU. He helped with Man of Steel, and then he was like a small producer on Batman v Superman, and then he was out. Yep. Now is what, because I don't know what their deal is, right? Like they, he could have like a lifetime contract or a big big picture contract. They're like, hey man, even though it's because of the circumstances. You know, Tenant lost us a lot of money, so we need a moneymaker from you. Oh, my God. Are, th- are Is this the return of Christopher Nolan to the superhero DC genre? If they're like, okay, you don't have to do the DCU. We know that's a mess, but we're, we're branching out. We're doing whatever we want. They're going to give him his pick, of, like, his pick of whatever he wants to do for a DC property. Batman Beyond. I don't think so. I Just know. play along yeah, with yeah. the game. No, I no, no. I, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> like I think it. like I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of insurance or like slush fund or emergency funds for you know end of the world type pandemics. One would hope. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, every studio, Hollywood in general, is just money's going out the door. Marketing sure. dollars, distribution issues. When things are quote normal again, you know, the biggest question is going to be. 
when does the average consumer, not just in America, worldwide, when does the consumer feel comfortable going out? You saw places like New Zealand, other countries, they've opened up. And we've seen these, you know, insane pictures of bars being open and they're packed and whatever. That's still a small sect of people. Yeah. It is not the every single person consumer. There's still people that are now completely different from this this event that is still ongoing. Yeah. You know, it is possible that this is the start of the theater. This or the this is the end of the theater to a degree. And like don't you tell were Christopher Nolan. And yeah, please. I don't want to be inceptioned. <laughs> and you were saying like is this the new rise of the the drive-in theater and you know, at first when you said that, I laughed, but the more I think about it, I was like, well, fuck, that might be the case now. That might be unfortunately where we're going. At least for studios right now, the, the easiest way, in my opinion, to make money or to try and make money off of these movies that you filmed is, yeah, release them into a drive-ins. Because some, some of these organizations have got it down pretty well. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like my theory because, like Christian just said, that was the first thing I would think of. Batman Beyond with Christian Bale is like old man Batman. You could even throw, you could even bring back Joseph Gordon-Levitt as like old man Robin if you wanted to, or like like Nightwing. Yeah, like or, so, Nightwing. or something like you could do something really cool. I don't know. I thought it was. It'll cool never idea. happen, but I do love the idea. If it does <laughs> happen, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, no, twenty thirty. Yeah, Christian Bale. Christian Bale <laughs> could be, be old, old by then. Yeah. Christian Bale could be an old oh. fat man. He's done it before. It's Dick true. Cheney. Dick Cheney. That's true. All right, because you're mad. Yeah, that actually works as an old man Bruce Wayne. Dick Cheney. And Chris, mm. Christian Bale has repeatedly said he would only return to Batman, Batman if, if it was Christopher known. Nolan did it. In fact, because there was talks initially when they were thinking about doing Batman v Superman, trying to get Bale, Christian Bale, to be the Batman. Why? Instead of to because they already had the pre-established Batman. The problem, you know, the problem though is with Christian Bale against like a Henry Cavill. And this is no knock at Henry Cavill. No, you can knock. Him. Maybe it is a little bit of a knock, <laughs> but he would outact him. Yeah, yeah. that's what would be great. Yeah. No, but <laughs> then, but then what? Well, happens... Thought... Oh, but what happens then though is when you have like a way better actor who's like full in method acting compared to an actor who's kind of like half-assing it. The person who is like the actual good actor comes across as goofy and just kind of like uncomfortable and awkward. So two two points to that. Uh, many times when you have films where one actor is clearly better, they make the other actor better because they want to work as a team. They're like, I don't want to have a great performance and have my co-star be this piece of shit, right? So uh, and there's a couple of examples of that throughout. Harry Potter. Dudley Dursley was a star. <laughs> yes, Harry Potter he indeed. Raised up Daniel Radcliffe's star. Can you imagine how it's much true. how much better Henry Cavill as Superman could be if he had if he had someone like Christian, Christian Bale to work across? Instead of Ben from? Affleck. Instead of Ben Affleck, exactly. Like Jesus. Because Henry Cavill I don't know, I, I was gonna say can act, but I don't know if I've actually ever seen him well, pull he, something his out. His most famous range. thing is the arm load Tutors? that he did in the Mission Impossible trailer. Remember the he does like this and it was like an, an arm load thing. What? I'll just I'll just see myself. See out. yourself out. Unbelievable. But anyway, <sighs> tenant indefinitely delayed, and it's probably gonna. It's probably no not. Shot. It needs to make a billion dollars now. To uh, break the other big blockbuster that another small little company is riding on Mulan and Disney. Right now, it's slated for I believe August twenty first. Um, if that doesn't happen, then the next one is I think Wonder Woman in an October release. Nineteen. Yeah. And then if that doesn't happen, you're not seeing any. You, you saw no other blockbusters in 2021. Real quick. Do oh, we, wait, sorry. Dune is still slated as of right now for yeah. December 21st. Do we see any blockbusters in 2020 come out in theaters? No. Uh, no. 
Yeah, that's not happening. It's, it's just which not, sucks. It's just, but that's the case. No. <laughs> um, speaking of people who you know say things suck, uh, John Boyega <laughs> recently was uh, on his Instagram, uh, posted a little bit uh, a picture of himself in a protective gear, getting makeup done. Uh, clearly, he's on set somewhere for some film. And uh, a couple of people, fans, asked him some questions. One of the questions were um, basically like they're expressing their uh, desire to see him reprise his great role as Finn, the character that uh, Star Wars and, and Disney curb stomped. Yes. And uh, I he, think they specifically asked to see Finn wielding a green lightsaber. And uh, his response was. Yeah, so it, it was force Finn in action with green lightsaber dressed in black is all I want from the next SW film. And his response was, LOL, no thank you, I've moved on, heart emoji. Now think about where, so John Boyega was the one actor who came, who came onto the Star Wars set of the new trilogy, right? The new the sequel trilogy. Yep. As a legitimate Star fan, Wars fan. As a legit fan, right? He's a he f- was? Yes. yes. He, he oh, grew up no. a Star Wars fan. He was they a huge fan. He, 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 there are so, there's so many video clips that you can see in, um, from behind the scenes of Episode 7. This is when, just heartbreaking. When now. he meets, like when he sees Harrison Ford yeah. dressed up, when he sees the Chewbacca costume. Like he, like Disney's Disney's marketing group, like saw this 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 young actor, very pumped, very excited for the entire Star Wars universe, and they pushed all that content out. And you can see this authentic, you know, young actor, very very excited to be there. Dream come true. He's worked his ass off to become an actor, and now he's been placed into Star Wars. And then those fuckers did that to him. Yeah. No wonder he would come out and say that. I mean, props I mean, he was still kind. Props to him. Like that comment, very professional. Very kind, very firm, to the point. Yeah, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. And it is, it is definitely a little heartbreaking because it's like, yeah, he, he liked and loved Star Wars, and he's left, unfortunately, with this kind of distaste. Not because and, – and, like, for us as, like, fans and watching it, we go and we see the movie, and to a degree we're like, cool, we're done. We can find some other piece of content. The dude was embedded – in the in, in in making of this film, there are I'm sure other stories, other comments, things we haven't heard. Oh God, um, that would kind of put him to where he's been put at. And then also the worst worst part, dealing with the fucked up fan base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you remember like when the Last Dance came out a few months ago, and was like, oh, this is such a cool. The which one? The Last Dance. Oh Michael yes, George, and it's such a good peek behind Jordan and those those Bulls championship. Yeah. I want that for the making of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. I don't. Because <laughs> I, I think it would be fascinating. I, I think it'd be fascinating to see all the years with George Lucas having it, then him basically flipping off the fan base, selling it to Disney, and then the Disney overlords getting it, corrupting like John Boyega in terms of just like killing his spirit. It would. And it would literally it kill. It would be a it, fascinating. You're tale. right. It would be fascinating, but it would also destroy any shred of magic that is left in the franchise, which is That's almost true. gone. I'm, I'm, Don't get I, me wrong. It's new, almost gone. New but. life goal. New life goal. I will make this documentary myself. All right, fine. And you can only show you, it to us. You <laughs> you going through the legal, like, just, like, because remember, you can't just go start shooting and then, let's say you have footage somehow. I don't know how the fuck you would get any of this footage. <laughs> let's say you get this footage and then you try and put it out. The amount of, like, cease and desist and the amount of like lawsuits and bullshit you'd have to go through, God. Rab, you think you think Disney has any more money to uh, to, to come at me? They're going to be selling that footage to me on the cheap. Wow. <laughs> uh, I will say this: the comment makes me feel like John Boyega may be the next generation's Harrison Ford. Yes. Harrison Ford has really always been 
he's always, I think, fought back against reprising any role, and he's always <laughs> just been like a curmudgeonly old man around the whole thing. Yeah, yeah with of all of his projects, from Indiana Jones to Star Wars. I'm hoping that John Boyega goes a similar route where he'll just be like, he's like, no, fuck Star Wars, fuck Star Wars. And eventually he's like, all right, I'll come back. He's going to play like this grizzled older Finn who's just like, fuck everything. But the the biggest, unfortunately, Christian, I I know it's not the same. Yeah, I think it's, it's, um, they really have destroyed him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like the, the problem is like we, Liked the Harrison Ford, the uh, the Han Solo character, yeah, because it was presented in a way that made sense, and we wanted him to win. One of the best. They parts they presented Finn in the worst possible light, yeah, where it's kind of like c- cool, yeah. I'm only I'm only in, I like if I and these films are are just distasteful now because. I'll go back and watch these films, realize what happened, but then also I'll be chuckling in my head because John Boyega's like, "Well, I did this to you." Yeah. And they honestly they they deserve that. So. So here's my thinking, right? His comments are very 2020. They they shut the door, they're very friendly, but doesn't shut the door all the way. No? And my if I had to read between it, right? Because John Boyega used to talk about how he wanted to play a Marvel character. And he's like, I want to be Blade, right? Or I want to be this or that. And I re- like since Rise of Skywalker came out, um, he's really like pulled away from the entire Disney umbrella, right? He's, just, he's said this about Star Wars. He's said very little about Marvel. My thinking is his issue is probably with Disney as a whole. It's It's with the people who are running Disney. I don't know if that goes all the way to like the Igers of the world or if it's like the Kathleen Kennedys or if it's J.J. Abrams, like what level it is. But clearly he's dissatisfied. I feel like if you got the right filmmaker in there, right, that he really liked and appreciated and was like, here, come work with me. I have this great Star Wars idea. I think he would listen to it and potentially reprise it in that way. But until Star Wars and Disney maybe gets that new blood that it, I think, probably desperately needs at this point, uh, he's probably done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and just like John Boyega being done with that, we're gonna move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Russo, and speaking of Star or Disney and and that gigantic clusterfuck, uh, the Russo brothers would return to Marvel for Secret Wars. I don't know why this is really news. <laughs> this seems kind of like, duh. But uh, if anyone has any other thoughts, on I it, have a thought on it. Let's hear I, it. The reason I put this in here is because, uh, fuck no. That's really? my and the wait, reason. Uh, which, which, which part? Which part? Them returning to the MCU. Why? Because I don't. The biggest problem with Marvel is that everything feels the same. Mm. You're gonna bring in the guys that have done four Marvel movies that have had overarching implications on a bunch of other movies that all feel the same. Like, I want something different in the MCU. I just don't, I don't want another. Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame type of product. Like those were great. I liked those movies. They're done. We do not need them again. I could go back and watch them and they're still enjoyable. Them doing Secret Wars, it would just be Civil War again. It would just be Infinity War again. Like I want to see a new filmmaker take on the project and show me something different. That is a that, that's what I want. Go ahead. <laughs> so the reason I slowly raised my hand, uh, it's not the Russo brothers. It's uh, this, um, this weird guy who wears jeans and, and a baseball cap named Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. Kevin Feige has final say on everything. Yeah, but he's it's still... It's Kevin Feige's machine. So he's unless still, Kevin Feige... He's still not the director. So you still get a different... Fl- 
Black Panther still has a different is, is still has a slightly different flavor than other movies, right? However small that might be, it is there. It's there, right? <laughs> Ryan Coogler is still a vastly different director than Kenneth Branagh was in the first Thor movie. Oh God, Kenneth Branagh! Wow, who was wow. obsessed? Who was obsessed? What's the the fucking angle called? The Dutch angle. The, the, the I like Dutch angles. You're cool. not in every fucking scene. You know what? This <laughs> podcast live show, which you can find on twitch.tv slash was it good every Monday, uh, we're going to change everything to Dutch angles. What Fuck it. A, what's a Dutch angle? It's so it's, it's Here, let me show you. <laughs> it's where you have the uh, the camera at, like, uh, twisted. Twisted, like a side. Like, like, uh, like this. Like a, as a, oh, as that's stupid. And, and, and uh, Kenneth, uh, Brana said he wanted to do that because it, it replicates what you see in comic books with the... The They're at slanted angle. angles. Slanted angles. Very rarely, like in, in comics, Real in quick, the panels, are they like straight on? or? Right. Ang Lee tried to uh, replicate comic books in uh, his Hulk movie. Did that work? No. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't replicate comic books. That's why Kenneth Branagh never came back for <laughs> a <the> Thor <laughs> yeah. movie. Who did the same? But hey, Arjuna. I don't know. Arjuna, that Thor movie is different. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's but I've got angles but, everywhere. But all I'm saying is I just I just want give give another, give more direct, give somebody else a chance to tell the story, so not the same people. Should we sing that song, Take a Chance on Me? Take to, a chance on to, me. Yeah, give it to the Ramgopal brothers to do. Secret Wars. We have the same Everyone. initial R. <laughs> yeah. you know, give it to us. That would be, uh, you know. Lens flyers. Real quick, as brothers ourselves, I always give props to the Russo brothers. Like, having that they've worked so closely together for like their entire like professional careers and probably previously. I'm pretty sure I'd kill one of you uh, in the they process. They probably have killed themselves. Each other and themselves. And also, there's only two of them. Can you imagine it's how much true. more complicated it gets, it gets with three? It's impossible. It's absolutely yeah, impossible. Yeah, it's true. You don't. You always hear like the Wachowski si- like siblings, siblings, right? There's two, two of them. The Russo brothers. Two. two. Yeah, three is, is a lot. Uh, before we get into our last two pieces of news, we do have a comment here. What you think about Pizzagate? Uh, no. No, we're not touching that. Don't worry about that. Anyway, last piece of news, uh, last uh, real official piece of news, um, Peacock launched. Oh, wow. And that's how I feel about that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'll say this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, launched with a fucked up Android app. Um, didn't launch with a Roku app. Uh, the service was mostly down for the first two initial days of launch. So... Good launch, I guess. Uh, I mean, the biggest piece of news that came out of this was the 30 Rock reunion episode that they did. Um, so a lot of the local NBC affiliates pulled it. Um, the reason being because this epi- this reunion episode was basically an extended trailer for Peacock slash NBC Universal, their apps. And they're like, so the cable providers are like, why are we going to show something that's advocating for people to go stream? Mm-hmm. And then fans hated it because it was just a 30-minute commercial with their favorite characters. And that's the biggest news that came out of Peacock. Uh, is anyone here going to actually... I mean, there's a free tier, and then there's a $5 tier. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny comment you just made, Ravi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? No, nothing. No one's going to do it? Do what? Get the... No! I don't Fuck think no. so. I, I mean... I, it's NBC! I don't what, know what, what is good I don't on NBC. Know, I don't know what is that. What there is on. There's the that thing Peacock with the actor who plays Ross from Friends and some Indian guy, and their I don't agents, even know what you're talking. Their about. I mean, that's for one. The, that's how bad. That's how bad that's the, the marketing show. is. Yeah, the marketing for the Peacock app has been pretty <laughs> underwhelming. That's garbage. And the last piece of news, 
uh, you'll notice on Krishna's face is now different. Zoom in. Are you actually going to zoom in? Don't do that. Yeah, zoom in. Christian, move in the middle because I don't want to move the camera. There we go. Look at how different his face is. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Beautiful, beautiful. I used to have a beard or some facial hair, and then uh, I was forced to shave it. If you haven't checked out our uh, Twitch from earlier this week, we had a cosplay video up. So the reason I shaved my beard is because we were doing a little cosplay video where I had to reprise my role as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. So I shaved off the beard. But we did have a bet going. Juno, what was that bet? The bet was for $200 that you, I was going to win 200 if you had to shave it and couldn't grow the beard to your nipples. Uh, and you were and I, was, I was fully invested, by the way. Yeah. And then Christian was going to win if he could grow it. Um, so initially, we, Christian allowed me to come up with a new bet to kind of take this one as it, as it wasn't necessarily his choice to uh, cut the beard, right? He was doing it for a roll, you know, doing it for bad tacos. tacos media. Uh, I said, Christian, all you have to do is beat a, a video game <laughs> in about a month, right? And Christian's like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. So, like, that night... He picked Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto. Auto 5. One of the greatest video games ever created. Overrated. The storyline's actually pretty good. The story is incredible. Yeah, the story is, is, is great. It's it's a great game, right? It's easy to play. It's not like I asked him to play Dynasty Warriors 4 for 500 hours. Mm. Um, anyway, he's like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. He said this at like 5, 6 o'clock at night. You know, I go up to my room, getting ready for bed. I get a little notification on my phone at like 11 o'clock. It's from uh, it's from the app we use to transfer money. Cash app. Cash app. Not sponsoring. We're sponsoring. Um, and <laughs> literally, the text says, "I'm not going to play this game. Here you go." And I gave him his two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm free. I've had that bet sitting over my head because it came from an earlier bet too. What from was your earlier bet? Like, what so kicked the whole beat, thing beat, off? Beat a different video game in a month without restarting. In a year, I gave you a full year. Was it a year? I gave you a full year to beat a video game with the same character without restarting. Yeah, I picked a new character in a month. Yeah, so I owed him a hundred dollars from that. Yeah, and then we went double or nothing on the beard, and so like I'm four free. years later. But yeah, well, you got yeah. your money. It's two hundred dollars. It's worth it. You're right. You played right. the long con, the long game. So, yeah. My if we had an interest, I sh you should have given me like $1,000. No, we don't have interest. Oh. And you, 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 you made 100% more. What more do you want? 200%. Or was it 200% more? It was 100% more. Fuck. I never get percentages right when you double. That's going to do it for us, guys. Thank you for watching, listening. Uh, as always, this podcast is streamed every Monday night live on twitch.tv slash wasitgood. You can find us on Twitter at wasitgood and on Instagram at wasitgoodbtm. Stay indoors. Wear your masks. Come November and make sure you go fucking vote. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Say goodbye. Oh, bye-bye.